Love that. Yo, yo. What's going on, man? I then rushed, ran through, came back, cooked, backflip, cartwheel, and made it here. Four minutes after the time I said I was trying to make it. Man, I'm good. Whew. It's impressive. I impress myself sometimes. I'm not gonna uh, I'm not gonna spend too much time uh not doing a long podcast tonight. Getting in, we're getting out. Um, if you haven't seen the the interview I did earlier with Ashley Brooks, go check her out. Check it out. It's on my YouTube channel as well as my Facebook. But you can find her here on uh, Find Ashley Facebook, Ashley Brooks. And on IG, your preferred realtor. So if you're looking for a house, she is the one to go to or one of, you know, people. But if you prefer, she's the one. And uh, if you want to find that that uh, interview and things, you can just find me on High Dead's uh, podcast on YouTube. So... I'm going to try to get in. I'm going to try to get out. Because I'm tired. <laughs> uh, the first thing I really wanted to get into, I had um, talked about a couple of days ago. Uh, about um, they were saying how COVID isn't 100. There's no COVID vaccine that's 100% effective. Literally, I was just saying, I mean, just read that, okay? I mean, they was making it sound like it was a law. It was written into, into just like into the world. It's like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? So they basically were saying that, uh, you know, um, the coronavirus was not 100% efficient and effective. Now. Just two days later, or however many days later, this comes out. Pfizer says it's a it's COVID nineteen vaccine is hundred percent effective in children's ages twelve to fifteen. Contradiction. See, I don't like. You know what I noticed? People don't like when you start talking about the vaccine. Y'all run from that. That's cool. I'm just like. I mean, it's so funny. The stuff that I've said that was going to happen, or you know, I said it months ago, and now when stuff hitting the fan, people running around like the heads cut off, and I'm like, Yeah, I already saw that coming, kind of already told you that, but you know, everything is conspiracy and blah blah blah. Nobody want to take anything that's worth anything serious, so. I know some words are trigger words. As soon as y'all see something about COVID, it just throws you off. But I don't care. I'm going to tell you the truth. And the truth is, this doctor or scientist, whatever she was, was speaking up, saying that COVID isn't 100% effective. And then they come out with this and say that Pfizer says that the vaccine is 100% effective in children's ages 12 to 15. Well, how? why? I mean, like, I don't understand, you know? So 
let's read because uh, when I don't understand something, I must know more information. Why 12 through 15? When one person just said it's not 100% effective, 80, 90%, now you're saying it's 100 with children. So I hate this app because when you're trying to get a, it pulls up a stupid ad. I'm sick of your ads. Y'all are sickening. All right, Pfizer and BioNTech's COVID-19 vaccine is 100% effective against the virus in children ages 12 to 15. The companies announced in a press release Wednesday. In a placebo-controlled trial of 2,260 adolescents, none of the participants who received the real vaccine developed COVID-19, the company said. So because you tested 2,000 kids, that means it's 100% effective? I'm sure there's a couple more million that you're missing. Uh, he says 18 adolescents who received the placebo or fake doses became infected with the virus. They said the COVID-19 vaccine was well tolerated by the age group. The company said with participate participants experiencing a similar range of side effects as seen in older teens and young adults. Experts say that ensuring vaccines are safe and effective in children will be crucial to ending the pandemic. Although children are less likely to die of COVID-19, it's possible for them to get sick and spread the virus. So because they um, <laughs> they tested. Now, for people who just joined it, I, I just said a few days ago, they just came out and said that, there, that there's no 100%. Um, there's no... Uh, 100% effective COVID vaccine. And then they turn right back around and say it is 100% effective in children's ages 12 to 15. Then go on to say because they tested a control trial of 2,000 children, that that means 100% <laughs> because they didn't show uh, signs of, of, you know, the COVID that uh, that, that means that it's 100% effective. It's just, it's, it's just like it's that controlling the narrative crap. I mean, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. I'm gonna spend some time, and I'm gonna find all the. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna find all the stuff that Fauci would say one day, and then he would contradict himself the next. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just spend the time. It's gonna take like a week to probably amass all of the crap that they say. But man, it's like one day is this. Oh nope nope. Next day, let's correct it. Like I didn't forget what you just said two days ago. I'm sorry. I didn't forget what you just said. You just said it. I didn't forget. <laughs> like, whatever. Just throwing that out there for y'all so y'all have that that knowledge in there. You see, I'm sweating. I've literally been running. I literally ran back here to, to try to do this podcast for y'all. Trying to pass this information. It's job ridiculous. I could be watching Godzilla vs. King Kong getting ready to do my movie review. But instead, hey, I'm sharing my time trying to kick this info to y'all. So sheesh. Take it and then and, and embrace it. Man accused of killing wife with eye drops now charged with setting fire to the medical helicopter mid-flight. Well, damn. I mean, doesn't that sound like a, a movie plot? Uh, I killed my wife and I tried to escape by blowing up the helicopter and, uh, and diving out my parachute right over the Atlantic and sail right into a boat and ride on off to sunset. Like, wait, what? Let's let's find out what this guy's talking about. This guy's crazy. You know, like he must have watched 
uh, wedding crashes. Went through eye drop. If y'all watch that, when he pulled the little eye drops, and then the dude was on the toilet all night because he was trying to get with the chick so bad, and blah blah blah. Really funny movie. Um, so eye drop man. Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, come on, North Carolina. You know I love you. My family out there. Yeah, we can't be having that out there. A Charlotte, I mean, excuse me, a North Carolina man accused of using eye drops to poison and kill his wife in 2018 has now been arrested for setting fire to a medical hall to a medical helicopter mid-flight over Charlotte in 2019. This guy is uh he's in a like a like a Avenger villain, Zemo. <laughs> Joshua Hunsucker. Hunsucker. What a name. 37 of Mount Holly has been charged with. Let's Hunsucker. Who? Where is the origin of Hunsucker? I'm sorry. Excuse me. Has been charged with felony burning personal property and was issued. I'm sorry, but Hunsucker. That, that name is just throwing me off. It should just put the B in Bunsucker. You know what I'm saying? What is a hun sucker? Oh no, it just sounds funny. Sorry, guys. I apologize. Has been charged with felony burning personal property and was issued a fifty thousand unsecured bond Monday, according to the police report on November 26, twenty nineteen, at twelve fifty nine a.m. A piece of medical equipment was intentionally set on fire inside of inside an Atrium Health helicopter while in flight. The helicopter was forced to land, interfering with flight operations. Authorities say. The Charlotte Mecklenburg Police Department said Hunsucker turned himself into the Mecklenburg County Sheriff. These names, Mecklenburg, Hunsucker. <laughs> throwing me off. Uh, he turned himself in. He was already out of jail on bond, awaiting trial on charges and his wife's death. See, y'all need to start stop giving people bond. You kill somebody, no bond. Simple. Oh, yeah, I'm going to give you a bond. And then you just get back out. Nah, no, nah, you kill somebody, no bond, and you're gonna sit here to your trial. Oh, your trial's in the 18 months. It's cool. It'll be all right. Get them a, a sandwich or two. Maybe that. Um, so that's crazy. Teardrop man is also helicopter burning down man, too. So let's get it together, North Carolina. What are y'all doing over there? I saw this, it was very interesting. Stephen A. Smith uh, reacts to Russell Westbrook wife Nina response to criticism. Look, you know what blows me? I get standing up for your man, but these people get paid. Stephen A. Smith gets paid hella millions of dollars to give his opinion. Your husband or fiance, whatever that just said, what was it? Wife? Wife. Your wife, your husband, Nina, makes, I think, $40 million a year. And we're, and the team is well under 500% win percentage. Criticism is necessary. Yes, you had a great 30, 20, and 10 game. Love it. But that's one out of how many games, dude? Like, he, be, he shoots six for 25. You know what I'm saying? 18, 6, 18, 10, and 10. That's cool. But you miss like 21 shots. Okay, so it's like, accept the criticism that these guys who's getting paid millions of dollars is doing. You're not out there on the court. Your husband can take it. 
Russell Westbrook is a, a, a dog. Like he can take it, and he can actually speak up for himself. So after Russell Westbrook and Nina Westbrook responded to comments made by Stephen A. Smith about former MVP, uh, excuse me, breaking the Washington uh, Wizards single season record for triple doubles. Uh, the ESPN analyst offered a defense on his analysis. So he said, you're not going anywhere. Apparently, following Westbrook's, let me go back, following Westbrook's triple-double with 35 points, 21 assists, and 14 rebounds on Monday against the Indiana Pacers. Smith said Tuesday he didn't give a damn about any of it because the Wizards' record after the game was 17-28. and 28. Right. So it's like, okay, we'll celebrate that you broke that record. Great. Good job. Oh, my goodness. Pat you in the back. But, dude. Y'all 11 games under 500, and you have Bradley Bill and Russell Westbrook. That should be at least 60 points a game. You're getting crushed. So he says, you're not going anywhere, and this isn't the first time Russell Westbrook has played on a team that has fallen short, which is true. He did it in OKC for years with KD. KD left, couldn't get past the first round, but he did bust his butt and had the two, three years straight of the triple-doubles. Then left, went to Houston, where he, you know, they went to Houston – and nothing, right? Okay, so following the Wizards 114 to 104 loss to Charlotte Hornets on Tuesday night, Westbrook told reporters he was a champion once I made it to the NBA. I grew up in the streets. I'm a champion. Yeah, in that sense. But as far as championship rings, no. Like, I get it. People take things. Look, man, you don't come to the NBA to not try to win a championship. So let's just stop. Let's stop. Um, but you know, I get it. The wife standing up for the husband, but if I was my, that was my wife, I'd say, babe, yeah, I got this. Don't worry about that. That's I get, this is what I get paid $40 million to deal with, you know, constant criticism. If I was getting paid $2 million a year, guess what? They wouldn't be talking about me. I'll be getting shopped around to every other team. Cause I'm a journeyman. I'm a superstar. So I'm, this comes with that. So she just needs to, she needs to uh, smoke a little and chill out. Kevin Durant to NBA fan who said he can never lead a team on his own. I will never be able to do anything that I really want to do on earth by myself. You know, I had reached out to Kevin Durant earlier on Twitter. Let me see. Let's let's live check to see if he responded. No, <laughs> but I did respond, write him and try to get him on the podcast. Hey, he from the DMV. I, I mean, he's from Merlin. I'm right here in Merlin. I've been over there by his court. I've seen it, you know, so um, it is what it is. Personally, is another court that's like maybe two, three hundred yards up the street as the glass backboards. And I prefer that one. We have a lot of. uh a lot of uh, tournaments and stuff over there on that court. No offense to Katie's court, but but um, he makes us look very weak with the way he comes off sometimes, man. It really throws me off. We was having a conversation about that on my on my uh, comments on Facebook. He was just saying like how how he comes off is so you know so weak. He's one of the greatest players to play the game. Come on, bro. Like show some moxie. Show some some. some 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 I don't know. It's like I don't know why he, he he's so uh sensitive, you know. 
You're one of the best players, bro. You're seven feet, and nobody could do what you could do. Just tell them to shut up. And you won two rings, regardless if that was one of the weakest moves ever to be, you know, had. You did it, and own up to it, and you won two rings. So everybody can kiss your rings. Bow, you know what I'm saying? You can wear your rings. Kiss my rings. So when you read Kevin Durant and Twitter, you know there's going to be something juicy to see. The Brooklyn Nets superstars created a big reputation on social media, especially after his burner controversy. KD has made it clear he still has it, but he's engaging in battles with fans using his official account, which is why I was hoping that me being positive and being from your area, you know, I would have got a little bit of, oh, okay, I, I asked for 10 minutes. I wouldn't talk no controversy. Just talk about the area. Like, you know what I'm saying? Some quick stuff on the area. Whatever. But I'm going to be reaching out to a bunch of uh, local people who's from here. I don't care how big you are. I'm reaching. And you know what? They might say, I like what little cuz doing, and they might mess with me. So we'll see. I know who's next in my mind. I'm not going to tell y'all, though. But I know who. I am going to tell you. I'm reaching out to Taraji P. Henson next. She seems cool. I'm trying to get Taraji P. Henson on the podcast. I'm going to try to. I'm going to reach out to her through Twitter, and I'm going to try to just let her know what the podcast is about. And, uh, you know, she's from the area. Hopefully, she wants to support somebody trying to do something in there. All I need 10, 15 minutes. We're going to talk. I don't need to talk controversy. You can talk to the E! True Hollywood story and, and TMZ for all that. I just want to have a nice little conversation real quick. Talk about the area. Boom, boom, bang, 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 blah, 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 blah. And then, hey, y'all get to I feel good. She feel good. Cool. So somebody says to Kevin, um, Kevin Durant, uh, this is why I don't watch the NBA no more. The Warriors ruined it. Now the Nets make it worse. They both going to. They both got one coming, uh, excuse me, you're supposed to say common denominator, but you put they both got one common denominator, this F and this F, this F N word. And you're talking about Kevin Durant, which, which is a lot. You know, like it's, it's okay to have an opinion, guys, but you don't even know this man to call him an F N word. Boy. I mean, did you lose 10 bands on the game? And KD wrote him and said, I see you took all this personally. LOL. I mean, well, L-M-A-O. And somebody else put, say, I see you really can't lead a team on your own. And he writes, I'll never be able to do anything that I really want to do on earth by myself. <laughs> uh, it says, also, why? KD always got to come to Twitter after every move he make. Make me feel like he insecure about the moves he makes. If you're going to get five all-stars that can make the finals without you, then do, then do it. Stop making moves, then come to Twitter for validation. Um, and the guy put, oh, KD responded, because I knew y'all would be on here crying, and I smell blood in the water, so I'm here to fulfill the prophecy. Laugh my butt off. Um Whoo, I tell you, the platform that has been given to people and what they choose to do with it is very annoying. Y'all talk so bold. Y'all talk so bold. I guarantee, I can almost guarantee you about 97% of the people that sit up there and be going talking all that crap would not say one word had it been like, and you in the back, not in front of the cameras, where everybody can see you take a picture and you get soon, ah. If y'all in the back alley, y'all walking down the streets, see Pleasant, 
and you walk across Katie after saying all that big seven foot hands the size of a laptop, I guarantee you, y'all wouldn't say what y'all say. That's what makes me mad, like about what people when I'm driving my truck. And people do all they cut you off and then they throw up the middle finger and you just be like, you know, then you catch up to them. And you're like, uh, you know, pull that car over. They'd be all like, oh, you be like, oh, well, you know, you were so brazen to, to show me your ass to kiss. So now I'm here to say, you know, take that offer up. You don't want none of it. So just be like, just watch your mouths, man. It's okay to, to be upset. Hey, look, honestly. I don't watch basketball out the way I used to. I don't love watching it the way I used to. And, I mean, it all started when Miami kind of got together, okay? Because I was just like, well, you know, they're going to the championship. But when Dallas beat them, I watched that. I love that. And my heart was broken when the Spurs lost to them. But I think I might have watched that because I wanted to see LeBron lose, personally. I mean, he's on my team now, the Lakers, so I, I no hard feelings. But... Like after that, and then you know, you kind of got a little bit of semblance of basketball again. He went to Cleveland and Kyrie and Kevin Love. Okay, cool. Okay. And then the KD thing to go to state really kind of, I really kind of took it out for me because I was just like, dude, they just won 73 games and you just went to this team. That right there, like, changed my view on basketball. Um, so I didn't, like, it just, I didn't care to watch. I mean, when you just know who's going to go to the championship, do you really need to watch until they get to the championship? So that's how I basically am now. So I don't really care until playoffs. And for real, for real, until championship. I might catch a game or two. Or it'll be on in the background and I'll be doing something over here. But, I mean, yes, they they did sign two former All-Stars who both slum now. Neither one of them. Both of them combined uh, barely make up what James Harden does by himself, okay? So let's not – you know, at first when you hear the names, you're like, oh, my God, Blake Griffin, ah, Aldridge, oh, my goodness, ah. But then you really, like, think about it, like, but they are. Right. This isn't five years ago. This is five years later. This is now. They're older. They're, they're Carl Malone and Gary Payton trying to go to my team, the Lakers. They're, they're them getting beat 4-1 to Detroit Pistons. I was pissed off. And you know what? It's messed up. I actually hate Gary Payton and Carmelo. Not because they came to the Lakers way before that, because they was rivals to Michael Jordan. I've always hated them. And they came to my team to ring chase and then lost. <sighs> hate I hate those guys. And I'm glad they didn't get the ring. But now I'm mad that it was on our watch and our dime. But I'm glad they didn't get the ring. I kind of like Gary Payton a little bit more now. Psych a lot. Still don't like him. Don't like uh don't like Emma Smith either. Just putting it on the record. He's uh, uh I still feel like Barry Sanders is way better than you. And had the Lions not held him hostage, he would have broke uh Walter, whoever record that was, Peyton, Walter Payton. You know, you'd have been chasing 20,000 yards and not just sitting there with your 18. Don't like you. <laughs> Two more lawsuits filed against Houston, Texas. Deshaun Watson pushing total to 21. 18 women defend quarterback in statements. Wow, this is becoming a this is becoming a thing. So now, not only do we have 21 women 
speaking out against him. We have 18 women defending him. Where did the 18 women come from? Let's see. Two more lawsuits alleging sexual assault and an inappropriate behavior were filed against Deshaun Watson on Tuesday evening. This seems this just seems a little ridiculous. I mean, we are we are approaching some monument status here. This is this is if this is real, this is crazy. And if they're lying, that's even worse. <sighs> Including one that states that Houston Texans quarterback has unsent messages on Instagram and has con contacted the women who have previously messaged him through uh messages him through the you know through the messages. Uh, the statement in the lawsuit clarifies the contents of a lawsuit filed by Houston attorney Tony Busby on Sunday night that said Watson was deleting Instagram messages and contacting women, formally providing him massages and attempt to settle. Uh, Rusty Harden on the statement Monday said that Watson has not deleted any Instagram messages over the past two weeks and categorically denied that his client contacted any of the women directly. So after the two newest lawsuits appeared on the Harris County District Clerk website on Wednesday morning, Harden, re Harden released statements from 18 women who say that they have worked with the Texas quarterback and they and that he never made them feel uncomfortable or demanded anything outside the scope of professional massage. Um, Watson's attorney said the statements were voluntary from women who have collectively worked with Deshaun more than 130 times over the past five years. In addition to the two lawsuits, Busby posted on Instagram on Tuesday night that he now doesn't feel comfortable going to the Houston Police Department with any information and that he and his clients will go elsewhere to provide our evidence to, to the investigative authorities. Uh, earlier this month, Busby said he would submit affidavits and evidence from several women to Houston PD and the Houston District Attorney. Why? Why not? When you started this, why aren't you finishing it there? My legal opponent, Mr. Harden, has a son who is on the executive command staff of HPD. Uh, uh, he's, I'm not see, but I don't like when people try to went through through public uh, public opinion. He's trying to went through the public opinion. I'm not saying because he's posting this on Instagram. I'm not saying in any way that Deshaun's lawyer, Mr. Harden, has a son who has a position that would compromise HPD and its investigation. I support his service along with all Houston police officers. I think the rank and file know that. Some smell fishy. I don't know how this is going to end, but some stinks. Detective find cause of Tiger Woods crash, but won't reveal it, citing privacy concerns. I know this has happened a while ago, and I have purposely not. Um, I purposely have not talked about it. You know why? Because I don't care. I know. I'm sorry. I don't care anymore. All right. Tiger Woods has been one sad story with a little bit of good in between, but more sadness keeps following. I don't know what's going on with dude. Um, it's like, it's always, it's like, they keep bringing this back up. Nobody asked you about two weeks later, if Tiger Woods was high drunk or whatever. Nope. But y'all keep bringing it up. I have not cared to cover anything that happened to Tiger Woods in his accident. I'm sorry. Hope the best for him. 
I hope he's safe and well. But, you know, it's like it's either his back is hurting, hurting, he's pulling out of a tournament, you know. Uh, he did win that one a few years ago, whatever. I just don't care to cover Tiger Woods. I just wanted to put that out there. Just in case y'all might have been thinking, like, I see you covering this. I see you covering that. Why don't you ever uh, cover Tiger Woods? Well, simple. Because I don't care. I don't care to talk about Tiger Woods. I don't know why they keep bringing it back up. Like, look, okay, we get it. The man crashed. What do you want us to speculate? Oh, man, he was on coke. Oh, man, he he was drunk. Oh, man, he was high out. Okay. Y'all don't want to tell what happened. Fine. Move on. Is he okay? Cool. Or did his wife, ex-wife, try to hit him with another golf club or something? Like, I don't know. But every time I turn around, Tiger Woods, who was once the greatest thing walking, is just one mistake. He's just a mistake, a mistake. He can't get right. So that's why I haven't covered him, and that's why I won't cover him until he starts doing something different. Anywho. J.J. Reddick sounds off on New Orleans Pelicans front office handling of his trade to Dallas Mavericks. Um, I really I really just wanted to put that up there because J.J. Reddick deserved a little better. Come on, man. The Pelicans, they they definitely missed the boat there. That guy is an all-time great shooter, and they um, completely dropped the ball. Dropped the ball with him um, and his time there. He did not catch a rhythm at all, at all. So, with Doncic out there, Przingis, I think he will uh, slide right back in perfectly. NFL owners approved Daniel Snyder's buyout of Washington football team's minority owners. I just wanted to cover that because remember when all this uh, Washington football team stuff came to head? Oh, man. Oh, he got to sell the team. They was trying to force him out the NFL. Oh, we got to get him out. And guess what happened? Nothing. He just bought the people out and said, ah, I'm going to have full control over everything now. And he basically just turned around, pulled his butt cheeks out, and said, kiss that. That's what he did. That's what he did to y'all. All y'all that was like, get out. He was like, nah, I ain't going nowhere. Do you see the eye in the in the leaf, on the pure leaf? That's so cool. Because <laughs> it's green, show you. They really, uh, I mean, green screen, they don't be playing anything green, apparently. Uh, yeah, so yeah, more Dan Snyder. Hopefully, better decisions to come. Hopefully, a Super Bowl before the Cowboys. Because I, I hate the Cowboys and I don't ever want to see them win again. They never win again in my life. I'll be so happy. I'll be, I'll be so happy. You know how good it felt. I to, to see them like suck last year. Not to see Dak hurt, but to see them suck. Pause. Before I go into this, I have been posting some things about Sharon Stone the last couple of days. The first thing was that um I think she was oh, she was saying that the director had made her had basically they had lied for the reason why they asked her to remove her panties for that iconic scene in Basic Instincts. Um, they said that it wouldn't show in the shot because her drawers were reflecting in, into the camera or something. And they ended up basically shooting her uh, the leg cross and the vagina shot or whatever. And 
so she was telling about that, and then she was saying that the producer was basically saying she needs to sleep with her coworker to make you know the scene more uh, realistic and intimate. And now she says a surgeon gave her larger breasts without consent. He thought I would look better. Uh, the Basic Instinct actress was undergoing breast reconstruction after having tumors removed and says she woke up to find that he changed my body without my knowledge. Bruh. <laughs> Hold up, bruh. Like, did she sue? What can you do? Let me see. She says that the plastic surgery gave her larger breast implants without her consent, telling her that they would go better with her body. She writes in her new memoir. The Basic Instinct star 63 explains in her memoir, The Beauty of Living Twice, that she was undergoing breast reconstruction surgery to repair her chest after doctors had removed benign tumors that were gigantic, bigger than my breast alone, sheesh, in 2001. But when Stone woke up from reconstructive surgery, she discovered that the surgeon gave her large breast implants at the time supporting an interview with the actress. When I was unbandaged and I discovered, and I discovered that I had full cup, size bigger breasts, one day he said, go better with your hip size. He had changed my body without my knowledge or consent. And when Stone questioned her surgeon on her breast size, she said he told her that he thought that I would look better with bigger, better boobs. Stone also writes in a memoir on uh, out on March 30th about the stroke and cer uh, cerebral hemorrhage she experienced in 20 2001 at age 43, speaking about the heroin health scare with Willie Geist. Stone said that she was lying in the hospital bed as the doctor told her she was close to death. So yeah, she um, she said people treated me in a way that was brutally unkind. From other women in my own business to the female judge who handled my custody case, I don't want to. I don't. I don't think anyone grabs how dangerous a stroke is for women and what it takes to recover. It's a lot of stuff that goes on apparently in uh, Hollywood, and I'm not finished because she continues to go on and say um, she had paid for Leonardo DiCaprio's the quick and dead salary because the studio didn't want to hire him. It's just like she is she is letting it out. She might get blacklisted off of this one. Or maybe she won't. Times have changed now. Like I guess speaking out is the new thing. Speaking of speaking out, uh, uh, Katie and Michael Rappaport had like some beef and Michael Rappaport apparently uh, put out the, the screenshotted the messages between the two. Look, you don't do that. If you got a beef with somebody, that's between you and that man. You know, I don't care if he say, I'm going to come over there and cut your mother's tongue out. Hey, it is what it is. That's between y'all too. Hey, y'all handle that as men. You pick up that phone and you... You FaceTime him. What? You say you're going to cut out what? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. But he put that out there, you know, com private conversations he put out there for everybody to see. I thought it was pretty whack, uh, pretty soft. But, hey, that's just me. Just wanted to say that really quickly. So Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, can reportedly override WB execs about restoring the Snyderverse. Yo. You know, when I thought about it, I'm like, well, this dude gets paid about $50 million a year. So I'm sure, I'm sure if he says that he wants a certain director or something, they're going to do whatever they want to accommodate him because his following, the people, the money he's going to generate, 
from his Black Adam movie, the people that's going to watch him is going to be, the number's going to be crazy. This man got wrestling fans, movie fans, uh, women, you know, all the women love him. Uh, you know, even the guys, some guys, I'm sure some guys love him, you know. Ricky Martin probably sitting there like, oh, they rock it. Oh, they rock it. Because they say, you know, I'm, I'm just saying. So, whatever. But The Rock says, <laughs> The Rock says, that's funny. Uh, let's see. So, yes, have you have, yes, have you may have heard Black Adam star Dwayne Johnson is said to be pushing for Snyder Justice League lineup to be brought back for future movies. Small screen first revealed the info with tipster Mikey Sutton of Geekosity. Now backing up the initial report with his own scoop. According to Sutton, Johnson really wants Black Adam to face off against the whole league in one of the sequels. Dang, Black Adam that strong? I knew he was, but I, I mean, I don't think he's stronger than Superman. He's almost, I think he's as strong as Superman, but he's not stronger than him. Seeing as his origin move with it, I mean, Superman can take out the Justice League in a sense. But with that, having the kryptonite with, all right, sorry going in my mind. Seeing as his origin movie will introduce the Justice Society, uh, The Rock is pitching an Adam brush JSA and JLA event down the line, but he doesn't want a new league. He wants to work with Snyder's cast. So, uh, it, it comes out that apparently he can override the executives as AT&T would take The Rock side about using the Snyderverse. Yeah, like I said, I'm sure. This man has probably, I think The Rock has let me see. I'm gonna look the Rock's Twitter followers. I mean, some the Rock's the Rock followers on Instagram. The Rock on Instagram has 226 million followers. You know what I'm saying, bruh? They're watching. That's Instagram. Let's go to Twitter. Let's go to Twitter. And this is where I'm leaving y'all. He has nearly 15 million more followers on Twitter. Oh, sorry, but this was last year. So I'm sure it's probably jumped up since then. And more than 58 million followers on Facebook. Right, this name, I just gave y'all 300 million people. Yo. So of course they're going to they're going to kiss his ring. And I'm trying to think, is that everything I got for y'all today? Let me make sure. Make sure because sometimes I just like over. I, I miss some. Oh, the abortion joke. Wait, wait. I got to tell y'all about this abortion story. It was crazy. Hold up. So, abortion in Italy. I found the grave with my name on it. I was like, what? When I read that. I was like, oh, uh, let's see what that's about. There's been an outcry in Italy after dozens of women who had an abortion or miscarriage onwards from 20 weeks of pregnancy discover that unbeknownst to them the fetus had been given a religious burial and a grave mark with with the woman's name the violation of privacy came to light after one woman marta loa who is an atheist shared a photo of the tomb she discovered it is throw back it's thrown back into focus the struggle many italian women still face to access abortion in italy which was uh, legalized there in 1978. That's all the information they gave. But I just thought that was crazy. They don't even notify the people that they that they <laughs> they do something like that. Um, oh, 
And as a funny way to leave this conversation here, you know, look, I get it that y'all want to get some of these chicks and y'all try to jump in the comments and, and like certain things to try to grab their attention. I get it. It's cool. I understand. But do y'all realize that when women put out certain things, um, and I mean guys too, but I'm talking about women specifically on this one because I'm a man. And when they put out certain things, especially when they're talking about uh, man's endowment, his manhood size, and y'all just all bum rush to the comments to try to uh, to beef up your game, you know, look, <laughs> it's so annoying. Like I saw a post, I don't think I downloaded it. I mean, I would screenshot it, but the girl was some chick was saying something about if you got a big, a big piece, sit some, some, and I just, I didn't click on it, but I saw, I could see the number of comments. It's like two, two, what really? Y'all really rushing to people's uh to their little comments and oh my's is so, you know look, look. come here y'all be lying I know because I got best friends and they tell me y'all not doing it you do notice I'm saying y'all and not me. And we'll leave it there. Y'all have a good night and you smoke weed.